Hey guys, welcome to my podcast and also my Facebook or Instagram live. If you're listening to this afterwards, obviously listen to my podcast and welcome to our episode of uh, Fat Burning Secrets by an Exercise Physiologist. My name is Sean and obviously I'm going to be talking about one really important topic this week that everyone seems to be asking me, especially with Easter now just being finished. Now for the last four days, I hope you guys had a great time. I know I did. I trained all four days, I slept in till 6am on all four days, I had a great time and I ate so much food but the best part of it was I knew that I was still moving closer to my goal. Now for those of you who don't know, follow me on Instagram, I am actually logging my Fit by 30 program which is me basically being in the best shape possible at the age of 30 despite the fact that I'm working you know, six days a week, I work 15 hours a day. I'm going to try my best and it's going to be imperfect. And if you want to watch the whole series, it's also on my YouTube. I vlog it every single episode once per week. Anyway, the question that I've been asked a lot this week is about supplements and when should I start taking them, especially if you're looking to change your body, especially if you're trying to burn some body fat or if you're especially if you're trying to just obviously build some muscle to help you burn some body fat. Now, if you don't know that, well, there you are. There's your first tip. You should be building muscle to burn body fat not any other way. So when to start using supplements? Well, first of all, we're going to go through the basis of things that you need and require. You can't be taking supplements. First of all, here's the first tip. You cannot be taking supplements if you're not training. There is absolutely no point because there is no magic drink that will fix all your problems. But what I'm going to tell you today is three times when supplements can help you and what three supplements you can use. Now, Full disclosure, you cannot be relying on this stuff to think it's going to solve all your problems. If anything, this is kind of like magnifying your problems if you are still having a lot of them. But here and there, it can do some really good patchwork. So let's go with protein powder. That's always a good one to start off with. Should I start using protein powder? To me, honestly, most people probably need to. Unless you're someone like myself who doesn't because, you know, eating a big amount of meat actually isn't too bad. So the first one is protein powder. When should you have it? When should you start taking it? Well, first of all, let's start the reason why you should start taking it. A lot of people struggle to get their protein in. For an example, I get a lot of people who come through my doors like, I just eat so healthy, but I can't seem to drop any body weight. I can't seem to see a change. We write down everything that they eat and it goes from breakfast, I had French toast, lunch I had a Caesar salad with little bits of chicken on it because it's so healthy, and then for dinner I had I had vegetables with no meat. And I was like, yes, selectively each of those things could be somewhat healthy. I put that with inverted commas with my fingers for those of you on my podcast because we know that healthy is not Food is not either good or bad, but when we look at the whole thing, that person's only consumed so many calories and most of it's come from fat and carbs and probably absolutely no protein, maybe less than 20. I've heard a few rules of how much protein you should be consuming. Now, if you're listening to this and you think 100 grams of protein is 100 grams of chicken breast, you need to listen to some of our other podcasts. Or you need to go to my YouTube channel and learn how to use my fitness pal. It's a really powerful tool. But you have to actively actually 
listen to what the app is telling you. So if you're not hitting your protein, there's a goal that we always recommend for some people, and I cut the limits depending on how serious the lifter is. And it's usually one gram per pound, but I've heard another one which I actually really like, you know, 15 years in the industry and I'm still learning. One gram of protein per centimeter of how tall you are, which works pretty well if you think about it. And I like that because if you're not hitting close to that number, then you know you need to start taking protein powders. Not need to, sorry, you need to start increasing your protein intake. And that can be a really useful tool for you to, to use protein powder. Now, how, when do I use it? I use it after my uh, workouts and also at the end of the day when I haven't been able to hit my protein goal. And that's so useful for me because working these long hours, sometimes I don't get the time to eat my 700 grams of chicken thighs throughout my day. So what I do instead is I'll eat what I can and then I'll do no more than two scoops of protein. Now, I am 181 centimeters, so my goal is roughly around 180 grams. So, just to give you an indicator out there. But, very manageable. A lot of people should be able to hit at least 100 grams of protein without any supplements. You got yogurt, you have meat, you have different types of tuna. Anything can help you out in this situation here. So, make sure you look into it. The second supplement that I highly recommend is actually a multivitamin. The reason why I really encourage this is because a lot of people struggle to get their fruit and veg in. Now, I personally do not because I eat close to about 500 grams of vitamins, oh, sorry, 500 grams of vegetables per day. I actually thoroughly enjoy it. And it also helps me keep fuller for longer. Now, for those of you out there, should you have a multivitamin? If you struggle to get fruit and veg in, yeah, definitely. One multivitamin just to help you out now. I can't recommend any certain brands, but it's a good idea to look into because this is so much that you're missing in between. So what are you going to have a look into is also how much fruit and veg that you're going to consume. So hopefully that's something you look into. The third one that I highly recommend, and this is going to be a bit iffy on some people, is if you like to have a caffeinated drink. Now, is pre-workout something that you need to have? I'm going to say no. But a lot of people always turn to the opposite side of pre-workouts, and that's going to be fat burners. Should I absolutely use fat burners? That's been a very popular question for the last 10 days. And I don't recommend people using fat burners because now they're just trying to find and you know, fix all these leaky holes in your bucket but without actually looking at the bucket itself. When we look at fat burners, you're looking at something that's going to help you burn fat, obviously, and most of them are just loaded up with caffeine. So when you have used that, it starts to suppress your appetite. It makes you sweaty. It makes your heart go pump in, and it's not great time. I learned from my mistakes. So what do you actually need to do instead of taking fat burners? What we need to look at is actually what the goal is. First of all, yes, you don't want to decrease body fat. How do we do this? Well, we're going to make sure we stick to a caloric deficit. That's going to help you quite a bit. And then from there, we're going to make sure you eat food, keeping you fuller for longer with high amounts of energy. Then from here, we're going to see what the numbers do. 
just see what things work. Because if you're relying on a drink that's going to help you apparently burn all this fat, well, we're looking at the wrong goal. Because then you're probably trying to think about, oh, I'm going to cut some sessions out of training. Oh, I'm not going to do as much on food prep. I'm not going to sleep as much. And you're kind of giving yourself a short-term goal or short-term resolution to fixing your long-term problem. And that's why I don't recommend people taking fat burners. So for anyone else out there, if you're thinking, oh, all these things are going to fix my problems, no, they won't. They only help if you're, first of all, training consistently. If you're being mindful about your food consumption, actually understanding how, many food, how much food is coming in and coming out, and also being consistent across all those four things, three things, so I say, that's actually going to be a great time for your goals, no matter what, building muscle, burning fat, changing body composition. And then if you're still doing all those things, you start going, hey, maybe I'm not actually hitting my protein goal as much as I like to. I'm consistently at 140 as opposed to 160. Or maybe I'm at consistently 75 when I'm supposed to be 95 for those ladies out there. Hmm, maybe one protein shake could help me. Unless you want to add in another, you know, palm size of chicken breast or meat, should I say. Don't always go chicken breast. Just some food for thought, literally food for thought. So if you want more help with your nutrition, we do have really good cookbooks. Head over to the link in my bio on Instagram. It's sean.momentum. That's S-E-A-N dot momentum. Head over to the link. See what you like over there. Download the cookbooks. And that's all you have to do. Look at them. Cook them. Try them out. Just yesterday, I actually tried a air fried chicken nuggets. And it was awesome. Honestly, tasty as hell. I hope you guys actually get to try this out. If you want the recipe for that one, by the way, just DM me because I don't have it in the cookbooks, but it's so good. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for your time. Take care and keep building momentum.